1: Are you ready for the word? Praise it. This is Pastor Pearson, the Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas, a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast, and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say, because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I hope has been a blessing to you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. Saying to the Most High God, I've got some real good news for you. God has opened doors of opportunity for me and you. Doors of opportunity that are open like only He can open for me and you. The book of Revelation tells us how God opens the doors that He opens for us. It says, any door God opens, no man can shut and that any door God shuts, no man can open. Saints, that's power. But even though God opens doors, no man can shut on us. The doors he opens can still go unentered by us. As in, we don't walk through. Even though God opens doors for us, that no man can shut on us. We can choose, for whatever reason, to not walk through the doors that God opened for me and you. And thereby, miss out on all the wonderful things that the open doors has in for me and you. That's not what God wants. But it's exactly what Satan wants, that is, for us to choose, for whatever reason, that I walk through the doors that God opens for me and you, and miss out on all that God has in store for me and you. That's why it's so important for us to learn to walk through the doors that God opens for us, so we can receive and achieve everything that God has for us. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called, Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready
2: or not, here we We both pray as well as say, amen, amen, amen. How y'all doing today? So am I. Same Lord, same faith, same results. If you got your Bible, which I invite you to turn to Revelations chapter 3. Revelations chapter 3, as we bring to a close the teaching that we've been doing for a little while on walking through your open door walking through your open door. Hopefully you've been blessed by this information, giving you more clarity and understanding of how to be able to make it through into the awesome things that God has for for you. You Make it through despite what it is that the devil will try to do because God has opened a door for each and every one of us, brothers and sisters, to be able to move forward into the excellency and awesomeness that he's planned for each and every one of us. But we need learn what we need to learn and do what he wants us to do so that we can be able to make it through. Because if we don't do what it is that needs to be done in our walk through the open door that God has in store for us, then we will never walk through into the tremendous things that God has planned for us. I want to get there. How about you? I'm going to receive all that it is that God has in store for me. How about you? Revelation chapter 3. We'll start reading in verse 6. Have an ear to hear what the Lord is going to say unto you today. I think it'll be helpful to you. I know it's going to bless you. That's after you got an ear to hear what he's going to say. Revelation chapter 3 verse 6. He said, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write, these things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth and shutteth and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. He just gave us a description of who we are and what he's done for us. Of course, who we are is those people that he's talking about. We are that church who has not denied his name, who have locked in with the name of the Lord. And we know that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. We know that name is that name which is given amongst men whereby we must be saved, and we got saved. And because we're saved, we're not representatives of God walking in the fullness of what God has in store for us in the way that God ordained for us to be able to walk and and, and live our lives out accordingly. We are representatives of God. We are the chosen generation. We are the holy priesthood. We are are the people that are called out of darkness into his marvelous light that know how to take on the devil, and we know how to fight. Are you listening to me? We know how to take him down no matter how he shows up in our town. We know how to stop him no matter how it is he's trying to stop us. We shut him down and move him out of our circumstance and situation so that we can move forward boldly. I said boldly into the things that God has in store for each and every one of us. We are the one that know that name. It's the strongest name in heaven and in earth. We know that that's the name that is above every name named in heaven and in earth. That name that causes demons to bow and causes sickness to bow, causes poverty to end and even cause strife to end in such a way as we can move forward into the awesome things that God has in store for us. Because that name is Jesus. Everybody say Jesus Jesus. and we know Jesus is love. Oh yes he is. He is the expression of love from above, from the father who loves to be able to cause awesome things to be able to create awesome things to be able to be manifested and awesome opportunities to be able to be availed for each and every one of us. And since love is what causes it to happen, then Satan is going to come as an anti love to be able to cause something other than love to be able to flow so that we'll never be able to walk into the things that God has in store for us and his power. We will not know, but we have not denied his name. We know that his name is love. We know that the banner over us is love. We know that we are children of love. And because we're children of love, we move forward in love to do what God has called us to do. And nothing or nobody is going to pull us out of that love and cause us to operate according to anything else other than the love that God has in store for us. Come on, let the church say amen. Amen. We're also the ones that kept His Word and we know that the Word of God is an expression of God's love. This Bible is a love letter written unto the people of God to be able to share with them who they are and what it is that He wants them to do so that they can be able to cause love to be able to manifest throughout this world and to permeate it too. We are the children of love who are guided by a book of love to be able to teach us how to conduct ourselves in every situation and every circumstance in which we find ourselves in. We don't act like Aunt Jenny tells us to act. We don't act like Uncle Freddie tells us to act. We don't, we don't, we don't pay attention to Miguel, Raul, you know, Herman and Simon. We don't pay no attention to none of them unless they lining up with what the word of God has to say, because we're going to keep the word no matter what we run into. We're going to keep the word no matter what runs into us. We're going to keep the word and we're going to do what God says, hold fast to it, lock in with it. And we coming through because we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. We come out on top. In every circumstance and situation in which we find ourselves in, that's why we can walk through life with a smile as well as a, as well as a grin, because we know we're coming out on top, because God is love, and we are children of love, and we walk according to love, and his banner over us is love, and love is our weapon that causes the demon to be able to get up out of our lives, because we operate in love. Don't we operate in love? Oh, you know I'm sitting you up. Praise God. <laughs> Shonda, I could feel the sinking in the spirit like, oh Lord, I, that's too many amens he's asking for at the beginning. <laughs> Amen. Hold fast. Hold fast. Don't let go. Praise God. And not only of that, but we have a little strength. Don't worry about that word little because all you need is strength. If you do what you're supposed to do with your strength, then you'll be able to make it through. Yes, you will. Because God has made you strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And of course, we know that his might is founded upon his love. And because it's founded upon his love, then that's the way we conduct ourselves as children of God, heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ, to be able to lock in with love and move forward in love into the awesome things that God has in store for each and every one of us. Turn to Mark chapter 11, please. Because God has opened for us a door that no man can shut. And although no man can shut it, we can choose not to walk through it. The moment we stop being led by love, we can choose not to walk through it. The moment we stop being led by love, start being led by circumstances and situations, start being led by what people have said to us, what people have done to us, how people have conducted themselves around us and all that other kind of foolishness that Satan stirs up in order to cause you to not be able to move forward into the doors that God has in store for you. But we are not ignorant of Satan's devices. We know how that low-down coward operates. And because of that, we are not going to align ourselves up with him, and we're not going to be led by him and operate according to him. Because the Bible says in Romans chapter 8 that we are children of God, and children of God are led by the Spirit of God. We know the Spirit of God is the Spirit of love. And so we're led by the spirit of love who shares with us what Jesus has to say, who is the manifestation of God's love on this earth. To be able to share with us what we need to do as, our, as his younger brothers, to be able to do what it is that he does so that we can come out on top. Matthew chapter 11, verse 22. Of course, this is after, uh, we already learned this is after uh, Peter and his boys were stunned over the fact that Jesus spoke to a fig tree and it did exactly what he said. He said, no man shall eat fruit of thee hereafter and no man is eating fruit of it hereafter because they came back in less than 24 hours later and they saw the change already manifest. I'm telling you, when you walk in the purity of God and when you walk with a heart like God, And when you operate in the faith of God, like Jesus did, it won't take long for your turnaround to come around. I'm talking about suddenlies and quicklies are going to be manifesting in the midst of your life. Once you understand that you can operate in this love and not operate in strife. Jesus answering them when they was tripping out over everything in verse 22 and said, Jesus answered them and said, have faith in God. We know that that literal phrase in the Greek is have the faith of God, which means I'm going to extend unto you the faith that God gives you so that you can do what it is that God has called you to do. He said, but verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe in those things, believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith." wow, that whatever I say I can have, as long as I am have the faith of God. Yep, make no mistake about it. You need the faith of God. And then if you operate in that faith of God and speak to that mountain, that, that mountain will be removed. Yet therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. We've already learned that the power of God has opportunity to release out of our mouths, release into the midst of our situations to be able to cause awesome things to be able to turn around and awesome things to be able to happen based upon what we declare and what we speak. But verse 25 attaches another part to it or gives further clarity to your ability to be able to have the power of God released in the midst of your life. It says, and when ye stand praying, that's when you're getting ready to speak to that mountain and tell it to move. Before you do that, forgive if you have aught against any. Ought means anything. Against any means everybody. Ought means anything. Against any mean everybody. That sounds all inclusive to me. I don't know how that sounds to you. That means that there's nothing that's excluded from his list, including what they did to you including what they said to you, including how they didn't come through for you, including how they jammed you, or at least you thought how they jammed you, including all that, the low, anybody. That includes that low-down dog that you don't ever want to see, don't ever want to talk to, don't ever want to look at, don't ever want nobody mentioning, don't ever want to even come up in a sentence. Glory to God, don't even bring them up in a sentence because I don't want to have nothing to do with them. I ain't talking to them. I don't want them talking to me. I don't want you talking about them. I don't want nobody talking about them around me. And I'll just, I'll just cover up my ears and go, ah, 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 if you start saying their name. Anybody. Everybody say anybody. anybody. hmm That means even some of them folk that's down there in your heart that you don't want to forgive. Anybody and everybody. God say, let it loose, let it go. Because that opens the door for me to let loose and let go the power of God in the midst of your life. So that when those words come up out of your mouth, they come out of a pure heart, allowing then whatever you want to change, depart. But if you don't uh, depart with that uh, uh, unforgiveness that's on the inside of you, I can't release the power of God through you like I want to. You won't speak to mountains, and they move. You won't speak to fig trees, and they dry up. You won't be able to call money, and it comes like you tell it to do. You won't be able to put your hand on anything and watch it prosper like I've ordained you to do. Why is that? Because the power of God is released after forgiveness. The power of God is released after a forgiveness. You can know what you want, but you ain't going to get all of what you want until you forgive. That's one of the reasons why Satan will do everything he can and bring into your life anybody he can to be able to cause strife and confusion to occur with you. He'll even bring people close to you, even your friends. Say, really? Yeah, your friends. He'll even use friends, people that you love. They done slept over your house, drove your car, Ladies, wore your clothes. I say ladies because brothers don't play that for some reason. I, ain't, I don't even know why. I ain't even got into the understanding of that yet, but brothers don't play that. Ladies, y'all be like, yeah, wear this, where this. Men be like, a good brother be like, let me wear that. They be like, look, let me tell you where I got it from. <laughs> hey, 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 I don't know. You know, I ain't even getting into that right now. That's old another teaching. But folk don't wear your clothes and stuff like that. Y'all don't went makeup shopping together and everything else like that. Or the brothers done sat together and, and watched the games together and everything like that. But then something happened that caused strife and confusion to occur between the two of you till eventually a division occurred in such a way as now you're far apart, don't want to have nothing to do with anything else like that. And although they're gone and you're not seeing them anymore, if anybody brings up anything like it, you still see what they did to you. And attached to that is all the feelings, all the emotions, all the hurt, all the pain, all the strain that was attached to it before is even attached to it now. And in many cases, even more now than before. And that is what's keeping you from being able to walk through your open door. God's going to shine a light on it, show you exactly where it is and what it is so that you can forgive, demonstrate how the power of God can be released ultimately in you by causing forgiveness to occur so that then the power of God can be able to be released through you to be able to cause all other kinds of situations and set situations to occur to be able to change in the midst of your life and, and, and you got to understand that this forgiveness puts you in the position for the power of God to be able to be released in your life and, and, and this forgiveness allows the ability for you to be able to inherit the blessings that God has in store for you. Anybody in here want to receive the blessings God has in store for you? And the rest of y'all will just sit there and maybe, you know, if if we keep talking, you'll get inspired to do it too. Turn to 1 Peter chapter 3. 1 Peter chapter 3. Now, I don't know. I don't know. I I think a little differently than some people. Because I've been rubbed wrong in my life too. I've been rubbed wrong by many, not just a few. But if, if for no other reason, if I don't care for what they did, I flat out not going to let what they did stop me from getting what God has in store for me. You might've jammed me, but you ain't jamming me again because every time I allow what they did to me to stay in the way of me receiving what God has in store for me, they do it again. And then they do it again. And then they do it again. But hold on time out. If forgiveness is in your power and if, if forgiveness is within you and all you have to do is forgive because God said you can forgive, that maybe they're not doing it again. Maybe they're not doing it again, and maybe they're not doing it again. Maybe you're now doing it to yourself and stopping yourself from being able to receive what God has in store for you. So my Jesus, you mean that you would stop you from receiving the things that God has in store for you if you choose not to forgive? Because we learned last week that when we don't forgive, we put ourselves in a jail. And that jail would not, the door would not open up until we be ready to forgive others for what they've done to us too. First Peter chapter three, let's start reading in verse nine. Oh, you're going to love this stuff today. In fact, let's start reading verse eight. We want to include this part in. Finally, be ye all of one mind. I mean, this is the mind I want you to have. All, every one of y'all. Everybody look at your neighbor, say, he talking about you too? Mm-hmm, every one of you. He said, finally, be ye All of one mind. Having compassion one of another. Everybody look at your neighbor and say, ooh, I love you. Yeah. Love as brethren. See, that that, they tell you how to love. So in case somebody be thinking like, oh, no, they didn't hit on me, did they? No, it's talking about love as brethren. Praise God. Not like, amen. Love as brethren. Be pitiful. Not like pitiful like you're all pitiful. But (laughs) Be courteous. Not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrawise. Oh, Lord, is that word in your Bible? Somebody read that word out loud for me, please. Blessing. Blessing. Now, say it's strong like it's money or something like that. Not rendering evil for evil or, or railing for railing, but contrawise, blessing. Which means that instead of somebody who has just rendered evil to you, you turn around and render evil to them. And instead of maybe somebody has done, has been railing you, and now you turn around and railing them, instead of responding in kind with them, he says you keep responding in kind like the Lord so that this next thing can be able to happen to you. But counterwise blessing, knowing that ye are there unto, which because of that you are now unto, called that ye should inherit a blessing. He says when somebody rails you, or is evil to you. Don't render evil for evil. Don't render railing for railing. They say something you don't like, you say something they don't like. They say something smart to you, you say something well, what about this? You know how we do. Or evil for evil, because they did you wrong. It's okay for you to not play them wrong. But instead, bless. Everybody say bless. bless. Yeah. He said, what well, we're supposed to render unto somebody is Blessings. Well, well, we're supposed to render under somebody as blessings. Not the evil that they deserve, but the opportunity to bless that we've been given by God. Because remember, if you stop blessing, even while they're still messing, you've just shut off your own blessing. If you stop blessing, even while they're messing, then you've just shut off your own blessing. Which means that Satan is tempting you to stop the blessing that God has already bequeathed to you. This is your inheritance. This is already set up and the flow is already going. It's already yours. But Satan knows he can't stop God from giving you what he wants to give you. But he can stop you from receiving it. And to get you to stop receiving it, he brings in and or garners the assistance of friends and family to get on your last nerve in the natural. To hurt you emotionally or in the natural. And these hurts are real. But that doesn't mean that they took away your ability to make a decision. They might have hurt you. They might have jacked you. They might have disrespected you. They might have played you real wrong. But God is still giving you an ability to make a decision to love regardless and to conduct yourself the way you're supposed to conduct yourself regardless. And if you do, then the pipeline is still open for God to do what he wants to do. But if you don't, you've just shut the door to the blessings in your life under the guise of giving them a piece of your mind, under the guise of getting even. Oh, see, I don't get hurt. I don't get mad. I get even. You know how some of us used to talk that ignorant stuff, you know, yesterday. (laughs) Oh, yesterday's big. It can include far away or it can include 24 hours ago. Praise God. So whatever fits yours, it's yesterday. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'll, let the, I, I'll show them. Play me like that. If they want to do something. They want something. They want to go somewhere. They want to have anything. If they want me to smile at them, you can forget that. Play me like that. Y'all know, y'all feeling me? Uh, I know. I'll show you. Say that word to me I didn't want to hear. I will not talk to you for the next four weeks. I'm going to be colder than ice. I'll look at you and just turn my head. Because of the evil you've done, I'm going to render an evil back to you. Which means I come out of my character. I have now let go of the name that is the one that's going to allow me to be able to walk through the open door that God has in store for me because that word name includes character. Okay. That I must conduct myself in the character of Christ. And now I'm not acting like Christ because Christ didn't play nobody that way. They spit up in his face. He got up on that cross. He didn't say forgive all of them, but that fool that slapped me upside my head while I had that thing <laughs> over my head. Everybody but him. Him, he dies today. I told my man today, you're going to be with me in paradise today. You're going to be dust and I'm going to do it slowly too. You know how some of us do it slowly. We jam folks slowly. (laughs) Y'all don't know. Amen. Just take good notes for your friends. Praise God. Just take good notes for your friends. I'm going to get you though. There's going to be a day you're going to need me. There's going to be a day you're going to want something and I'm gonna just be here waiting. (laughs) And when you ask me, I'm gonna smile. I'm gonna be like, you remember that day you played me? You you remember that day you said it? You remember what I asked you to do? Today is payday. Hold up, let me get my digital camera out. Pull out your phone be like, I want your face when I say, hold up, no! And then take the pictures so, so you can get the expression so you can have it forever no none of y'all know what I'm talking about
1: well that's all the way up time for today we trust that you are blessed with what the word of God had to say brothers and sisters I hope that you're learning that God really has opened doors of opportunity for you and me doors that he opens so they can be walked through by you and me open doors that we can choose to walk through or not it's our choice that's why I hope we learn to walk through the doors that God opens for us so that we can receive and achieve everything God wants experienced and enjoyed by us. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 7859 That's area code 210-7859-238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassing Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us, where the Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Vassie Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. We also invite all the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday evening. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointing and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults, ages 18 through 30 ish who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young and brilliant, beautiful, born again and fired up for Christ. Fellowship starts at 7 p.m. and they last until they go home. AGW Child care is provided at no charge. VIP transportation service is available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride if you need a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who are walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought to be young and saved this boy must not know G. Doug. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing world we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them that they need But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the Word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.